Hi, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I am your host, Sydney Chandler Renee, and today I have Maya J. Pinson. What's going on, girl? <laughs> hey, guys. I've known Maya for a minute now. She's super cool. We got to hang out a couple times and do like so many events together. It's been such an amazing thing. And watching her grow and her watching me grow, it's been a great experience. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you guys about her. Maya Jay is a talented teenage actor, film producer, children's book author, radio show host, and motivational speaker with several awards in her name. Over the past year, she has used different platforms to reach her target audience and pass a desired message while inexplicably balancing school, friends, and extracurricular activities. Some of the recognitions of the award-winning 17-year-old include the 2019 Black History Month Keeper of the Community Award, Inspiring Teens International 2018 20 Under 20 Performer Icon of the Year, and 2017 given the most offensive and most influential player of the year awards in volleyball and basketball period (laughs) (laughs) so like I said you wear so many hats and I'm like so excited to get into how you're able to achieve those how you've been able to use it in your everyday life and things like that so I'm just so excited to get into this so firstly how has life been I haven't seen you since like July when we did oh no August no it was August August. It was August. It was August for the educators and cultivators event uh, about the vaccine yeah. thing. Also, has anyone told you that they've seen your ad like on Instagram? Yes. Yes. So many people have like <laughs> sent me screenshots or sent it to me. Yes. Or even cool and be like, oh my gosh, Maya, I saw your GoVax ad. <laughs> Real. I was like the same thing with me. They're like, Sydney, your ad is everywhere. I was like no way they're like yes i'm like people i don't even talk to you really they're like they would like screenshot it and send it to me and they're like you are the coolest person i was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's such but a yeah. weird and like cool feeling just to have people yeah. recognize you and then show you <laughs> yeah it's like oh my gosh you guys saw it it's like oh my gosh you, you guys saw that <laughs> it's very it's very weird but it's also really cool but yeah and it was all for exactly. cause so this is your also, a reminder for you guys to get vaccinated, just in case. Just yes. in case you haven't gotten the memo yet. Let's get vaccinated. <laughs> but yeah, so that was August that we did that Educators and Cultivators event. Um, and I was able to speak. You were able to talk about what you do, being a director, actress. So what have you been up to recently since then? Well, since then, we released my movie, well, the movie this one's not mine but the movie old school rollers we've had i think four showings to this date four showings so far and they've all went wonderful like there a lot of people came out a lot of people had a lot of good feedback um i just wrapped up a featured film in pennsylvania called the shaw and i since we last saw each other i started writing two new films so you want to look up for those oh my <laughs> gosh yes yeah, uh, before i get into like all the other movies that you've like been a part of and acted in and, like able to direct um i was able to be a part of uh the old school rollers film like yeah as an extra <laughs> as an extra and it was really fun to like see that's uh actually when i first met maya that was in july and like we just kept in contact since then that was that was in june that was in june that was in june yeah, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, but I was able to do that and participate. Oh my gosh, it wasn't June. I just remembered because 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I was able to be a part of that. It was really fun. It was in like the roller rink. Um, I don't want to give too much away from the movie because it was really, really good. If you guys have like the opportunity to see it, if it's showing near you, awesome movie, really funny. Has yeah, a great we actually, message. family friendly. Actually, yeah, I have a showing on November 7th at the AMC Magic. Oh, sorry, November 4th. Oh, 7th at 4 p.m. at the AMC Magic Johnson Theater. So and mm-hmm. you can purchase your tickets at eventbrite.com. Yeah. So if you haven't seen if it, you guys, if y'all are free, make your way there. It's actually really, really good. She was in it playing, playing Bri- Brianna. That's your character's name, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good, guys. I love it. <laughs> so make sure you guys get your tickets and make your way there. So you've been in the biz for a little bit. I think your mom, your mom is a casting director, right? Yes. Right. And so that's a really big job. And like, she's like in charge of like who goes into the movies, you know, what opportunities people can get from that. So this is something that you've kind of done for a while. So I want to know, like, what advice would you give to anyone else that would also want to do this? Um, I would just tell people to put themselves out there because networking is super important. And no matter what line of work you want to go into, but putting yourself out there, especially in this industry, Mm-hmm. is super important because making connections you never know who you might need who knows mm-hmm. who and who might need you and what doors right. you can open for other people but right. if you are interested in specifically getting into the acting industry then you can contact shipping future stars um through your social media facebook and instagram it's both shooting future stars Yes, ma'am. And I agree completely. I think that can go for like many things in life, like putting yourself out there because people are like, man, like I want to be like the next top, like best-selling author. I want to be like the next, you know, best athlete ever or something like that. And they're like shy about it. And I was really shy about my podcast in the beginning too. Like people would be like, oh my gosh, you have a podcast. And I'm like, yeah. And I did, I wouldn't really want to talk about it. But now when people ask me, I'm like boasting. I'm like, yeah, this is it. And then I'm like all excited to tell them about it and everything. So, and I was able to network and like, you know, always bringing around my business cards, like just putting yourself out there. So that I feel like that is something that is like universal. I can go for like all things. So like not being shy about it and just like putting yourself out there. Right. Yeah. And especially once you just become comfortable and once you realize that that's your actual passion, then it's, then it just becomes super easy because you know that this is what you want to do. You love doing it and you want to get to a certain place. And in order to get there, you are going to have to know people and tell people about what you want to do so doors can open for you or so you can learn how to open your own doors. Exactly. Again, couldn't agree more. What is it? My mom always says it. What is it? It's like, it's either like closed mouths don't get fed or like, um, closed mouths to open closed doors or something like that along those lines. But you guys get the gist. Get yourself out there if you're trying to get into this industry and like put your best foot forward. So I hear that you were writing and producing a new film called The Description. And I think I saw a clip of it on your Instagram and absolutely insane. So <laughs> how has the writing process been? Like seeing you in action and like, it's a different feel from, um, what you did for like old school rollers it's very it's a little more serious and like things like that so that was really cool for me to see so like why don't you tell my listeners what is going on with that film 
Yeah, uh, the description actually is out. We released it two weeks ago. Oh my gosh. Maybe three weeks ago. If you can watch it for free on YouTube, just look up the description and then my name behind it, Maya J. Pinson. And the creating process was super fun. Making the description, it was a really quick and easy shoot because we finished and did the entire film in one day. It's a short film, but it's a PS, it's more of a PSA than just like mm-hmm. a leisure film, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, description basically brings awareness to the importance of being aware of your surroundings, especially for younger kids who are like walking to and from school. Mm-hmm. So because, you know, in this day and age, the world's not exactly the safest place. So yeah. being more mindful of your surroundings when you're just walking, not even just to and from school, just anywhere out in public, you never know how just even something as small as just being cautious and aware of your surroundings can potentially save your or someone else's life. I agree completely. And like taking the safety measures and like bringing that message out that people have to be more safe nowadays, as sad as it is, like it is true. Like there's some things I would just can't really do anymore without, you know, a little extra protection and things like that. So it's a great PSA. I believe you guys should see it. And again, old school rollers and like everything Maya's done, it's always been incredible. So go out and go see that film. <laughs> yeah, you can see it on YouTube. Um, it's completely 100% free. It's on YouTube. <laughs> the description and Maya J. Pinson. And and almost, well, I don't even want to say almost. In all of my projects, I like to incorporate at least one thing someone can walk away with and learn or can Mm -hmm. change and impact their life. So Mm -hmm. the description is definitely a more serious type of film. Like you said, it's not, it's totally different from old school rollers and Mm -hmm. I'm ready. And um, the next two movies I'm working on, I don't want to give too much away from it, but one is about, I don't want to say discouraging, but just bringing awareness and for the time being I'll say stopping violence against women especially mm-hmm. in domestic relationships and then right. another one is more of a lighthearted one it's a it's called the Christmas room and it's more of a heartfelt and just bringing awareness to being closer to your family and appreciating your loved ones exactly and I want to commend you on uh, you saying that you want people to be more like learn something or like be impacted by your films because to me personally the best films are something that like something that opens my eyes like I think one of my favorite films um well my favorite film is Hidden Figures with uh, Taraji P. Henson I will always love that movie I could almost recite it it is so good and like that gives me a lesson like hey like there's all these black figures especially women African-American figures that I didn't even know were out there doing it, what it is that they do, like especially something in NASA or something in science mm-hmm. and things like that. They, it, it's pushed under like the rug and things like that. So I love movies like those. Uh, the Hate You Give that was uh, out a couple years ago, that was very, very popular. That movie really was so, I was screaming. It, you know what? <laughs> I think those are, those type of movies are like the only ones that are that are like appropriate for you to scream in. Like, especially, yeah. I, don't, I mean, if you guys haven't seen it by now, I'm going to spoil it a little bit, but when the son, like, grabbed the dad's gun, I was like, no! Like, it was, 
that was a good movie. But yeah, and what was the impact you in that way? Better book. Right. I got the book. Don't hate me. I haven't read it yet because I forgot I had the book. But <laughs> what would you actually? Yeah. Would you prefer like the book or the movie? Personally, I prefer the book, but typically. I know that people say you should always read the book before the movie, but I've never really been one to, I like reading, but when it comes to watching a movie, I prefer watching movies. So I would never postpone a movie so I can read a book and then go watch the movie. Yeah. And I just so happen to have read The Hate You Give in an eighth grade book club. And then the movie came out ninth grade. So the timing was just coincidental that I happened to read the book before the movie but yeah. if I watched if I heard the movie was coming out and then heard that the book was coming out I would have been like I could read the book later I want to go see the movie <laughs> oh definitely I will be I will be reading it even though I'm really late to the club I will be reading it <laughs> I think one book that I read was it was when I was younger but um wonder and then the oh, movie yeah, came out yeah the movie mm-hmm. came out a couple I think a couple months afterwards, I mean, I think the book has been out for a little while, but then they decided to make the movie. So at the time when I had my book club, we were, we were like, let's read it and let's go see the movie. The movie was so cute and the book was even better. And I think I agree with you on saying like the book can sometimes be, be better than the movie because with the book, like you're able to make like your whole kind of image in your mind, which is like why reading the book is more fun sometimes. Like you can, can kind of create your own little images out of the story. Yeah. And then with the movie, you're kind of stuck with seeing like, this is the mm-hmm. movie and this is it. But I still love yeah. them both. <laughs> I've read Wonder and, you know, I heard about the movie, but I just never got the chance to see it. But I, I heard it was good. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll watch it. It was, it was really cute. Like I love coming of age movies. Oh, I don't know if you would call that coming of age, but it had that feel. It was like one of those feel good movies. I liked yeah, like it. Growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank you so much, Maya, for joining me thus far. And thank you to my listeners for joining me thus far. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation as much as I had. And we'll be right back after this break. Business owners, have you ever thought of owning your own business, but didn't know how to get started? Or are you a new business owner experiencing early startup growing pains? Do you want to transform your business to go to the next level? ICE Consulting and Coaching can help you through these growing pains. We encourage you to take advantage of over 45 years of knowledge, training, and experience. We will take you through a proven results-oriented three-phase approach. Phase one is where you will identify your strengths, business development gaps, and opportunities. Phase two is where you will commit to a strategy, a plan of action tailored to you and your business. Phase three is where you will excel in transformational success. Visit our website at iceconsultingservices.com and sign up for a free consultation and a pre-assessment today. This is Sydney Cherlin and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us. 
every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with my girl, Maya, and we were talking about all the successes that she's been through and like everything that she's accomplished and how I'm so proud of her. And let's get back into it. So what are your upcoming projects? I know you mentioned a couple that will be coming out soon. Uh, we talked about the ones that you've already that have already been out. Um, but what do you have coming up for us to see? Well, I'm currently working on three films. One is called The Flip Side, and I'm acting in that one. And I'm in the process of writing, like I said earlier, two new short films. One is a PSA, and we will start filming early next year. And the other one is my first feature film. And I pray that it will, you know, just be a feature film. And because this will be a huge step. Oh, it will. My- Manifest it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a huge step in my career because I've never made my own featured film so i'm just really hoping that it'll god will keep it going keep it carrying yeah and it's it's a it's going to be a heartfelt movie it's going to be about a college girl who comes home visiting from college and finds her best friend her grandfather find that his health is declining and that's the movie that's gonna encourage people to just be appreciative and show love to your loved ones. Mm -hmm. I love that message. And I think um, it may not be inspired by the pandemic, but for me, um, throughout the pandemic, I think it's taught a lot of us to like not take people for granted because there's what, almost 700,000 Americans that have passed away. Like that's someone's sister, brother, mom, dad, grandfather, whatever. That just goes to show that we need to stay connected and like love each other a little more. Yeah, it just reminds us to love each other a little more, hug each other a little tighter and things like that. So I think that is going to be a beautiful message. And I cannot wait to see what comes out of that. And I'm so proud of you, your first feature film. Yay! I just think it's, I just know it's going to be great. Thanks. So I want to know, do you prefer to be on like behind the camera or in front of it? I know you've acted a lot and that you've had a lot of opportunities with that and directing. So do you have someone that you prefer or something like that? Or like, how do you go about it? Well, I actually prefer acting. Um, I really? didn't start. Yeah, I didn't start directing and producing until the pandemic because I had a lot more free time in my hands. But I like acting best because I get to embody a character. I get to play different people with different histories, different families, just different everything. And it's no role is ever truly the same. So I get to try on all these different hats. I love just trying new things. So that's it. That's one of the easiest and quickest ways. And I also have a photographic memory. So that's super helpful in the business. (laughs) (laughs) I can probably imagine. But yeah, that is, I think that makes sense. I mean, I haven't really dabbled into acting and things like that but you know when it comes to dance like you have to be able to portray a type of story without using Mm -hmm. words so it's even more like involved in how can your movements bring out emotion and tell a story like and it all depends like on what your audience is and what you want them to feel and so something that I commend like all actors and actresses for is like being able to bring that appeal to their audience like how do you make someone cry through a screen and like, how do you compel someone in such a way 
that allows them to feel like mad, angry, scream at the TV, cry. Yeah. Like that is extremely impressive. So I commend you for being able to do that and maybe cause some people to feel that kind of way or, you know, make them laugh or something like that. I think that is awesome. And, you know, being a creator, like being a director, which is when I would watch um, those interviews, it's like actors on actors or something like that um, on YouTube. I can't remember which page does that. It might be like L or something or Vogue. I can't remember, but it's like, it's like these 40 minute interviews between two actors. And like, they just talk about what they've done, how some of them have been able to create their own things, like in the director realm. And like, they basically said the same thing you do. Like, being an actor gives them the ability to know like how they want it done. And, mm-hmm. you know, I would love to create my own thing one day. Like I'm always thinking like, man, I would love to make like, you know what? We should work together on the short film now that I'm talk- talking about it. But I'm like, man, I'd love to make a story about this. Or like, I would love to do something about that. But something yeah, holds me definitely. back. Yeah, <laughs> maybe one day I'll do something. But um yeah yeah, I think that is so cool that people are able to like come up with an idea and then make it a visual reality I think that is awesome yeah um when I made my first film back in 2020 that was okay so I got a taste small taste of that feeling of watching your dream become a reality back in like eighth grade when I wrote and published the children's book but not to belittle that but it was just once I actually sat down and watched my own movie then I was like whoa like this literally started off as an idea in my head and I'm watching people embody the characters that I created I'm watching my hard work my cast and crew's hard work just all unfold in front of me. So that, that's like an amazing feeling. And I'm pretty sure you get the same feeling when you're dancing on stage or even when you're looking at a video of you dancing and thinking back like, whoa, I came such a long way or I did such a good job or I thought I messed up on here, but it actually looked good. Mm-hmm. So it's just a really nice feeling to just yeah, see That's your exactly it. Yeah, I was... Uh, you know, I get excited when people are like, do you have straight stage fright? I'm like, no, I don't. Because when you're doing something that is that you're as passionate about, like for me, dance, it comes really easy. And it, even if it was a bad day, and like I end up messing up on stage, people like I would see after the performance, they would come up to me and they're like, were you in the performance tonight? And I was like, I was. And they're like, you were amazing. And then in my head, I was like, I was trash. But it was, <laughs> but like to them, they thought it was great. And so seeing that appeal or like that open support is the best feeling ever. I can totally agree. Definitely. Yeah. So this is your senior year. I'm sad, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but how are you managing it all? Like you mentioned that you're filming something in the beginning of next year. You have two more short films on the way. How are you in like your social life? How are you like keeping it together? Well, I usually just follow my method of stop, drop, work, then play. And that I actually, the children's book that I mentioned earlier called Backpack Lily that I wrote in eighth grade, um, that's actually what that's about. And it teaches kids the importance of prioritizing their studies over their playing time. So I just make sure that my extracurricular activities and things I do to move forward in my career don't interfere with my grades and homework because I kind of view it as the same way as a student athlete. Coaches, because I also play sports, coaches love to say, 
you're in student athlete, but student comes before the word athlete. So no matter what hat you're wearing, student dancer, student actress, student writer, student singer, student comes first. So I just make sure that my schoolwork is done and then I plan my free time accordingly. Now, whether that's working, auditioning, just practicing and memorizing monologues just cause, that's when I move from my schoolwork to my acting and career stuff. And then when I have even more free time, then that's when I just, you know, kick my feet up, relax, watch a movie with my friends, hang out with my family. Yeah. yeah. I do the same, I think. Uh, it's not perfect all the time. You know, sometimes I get a little overwhelmed and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen my friends in so long. And then the pandemic happened and then things slowed down. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can do it a different way. And so like, I was able to make my own new kind of schedule and like pace myself instead of being like, I have to do all of this mm-hmm. and I can do that. It was a very good, like new balance that I get to have now. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it just makes things better for me because like hanging out with your friends and like being able to do whatever you want for a weekend is the reward. So, you know, and then yeah. once Monday comes, like it's right back at it in the books, but it's all worth it. So I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. And it's honestly, you just think of it as school because if you think like the way you just said it um the weekend is your reward and during the weekday you have school mm-hmm. even with adults during the weekday you have work weekend your reward so just and I think also being optimistic and open-minded about it also helps because you're going to have to make sacrifices so making sacrifices is a big part of you growing as a person so being able to make sacrifices because yeah sacrifices are necessary and growing no matter what your line of work is so being able to be open-minded and make sacrifices is important too yeah that is like one of another like number one things that people need to know because especially for me as a dancer I did 17 hours a week that's a long time so Yeah. yeah so I have to be able to be like, okay, maybe I won't be able to make it to this party. Maybe I won't be able to make it to this football game. And, you know, freshman year was the worst for me, or at least before the pandemic, because I was like, I feel like I haven't been able to make a group of friends because I'm so busy doing this because I had to make sacrifices for it. Um, But I made up for it now. And now I have a beautiful group of friends and people that I feel like I care about and they care about care about me in the same way. So it all made it, made it worth it in the end. But, you know, being sacrificial and like knowing that you have to do that goes into goes into it yeah yeah that's good and um I also kind of struggled with that but it was between my transition between middle school and high school and my mom I forgot exactly how she worded it to me but she told me basically that while you're working towards your goals, you might fall off with some people or don't try and force a friendship because that friendship might not be healthy because it is forced or because you're sacrificing Mm -hmm. things that don't need to be sacrificed for people who aren't working for their future. And the right Mm -hmm. people will come to you at the right times. And like you said, now you have a wonderful blessing, a group of friends and they came to you at the right time. So I'm glad you found your group. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I could agree with like what your mom was saying about like how people come and go. And that's a natural thing. And mm-hmm. uh, one more thing so we can move on because my blisters are probably like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, 
something that I wish I heard when I was a freshman is um, I heard this recently and it was like being your own click will be your best attribute, like especially in high school. And people are like, oh, I need to have a group of people around me at all times. I need to know everyone. Everyone needs to know me. And the truth is, is no, you don't. You're fine. <laughs> and it, like, it sucks for a little bit because it feels like, you know, like if you have FOMO, like fear of missing out, it's going to suck for a little bit. But knowing that you have your own back, you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you guys can't get a sense of it already, Maya is also a motivational speaker. So <laughs> how did you get into that realm? And like, why did you want to become a leader in that? Um, well, I've always just had a soft spot for helping people. So like, mm-hmm. even, I can't remember, I can even remember back from elementary school, I would not necessarily be in drama, but I would try and mediate drama. <laughs> just like always just helping others. I would stay behind mm-hmm. class just to help a teacher clean up, just always lending a helping hand. Mm-hmm. And um, I think back in eighth grade, around the same time I published my book, I got that same feeling I mentioned earlier, just the pure proudness of just accomplishing something and knowing that my message was reaching people I kind of like fell in love with the fact that I can create things that would help people because that I think that lasts not last longer but kind of in a certain while yeah yeah in a way more tangible I'll say that more tangible Mm -hmm. help be able to help people so I told my mom like I like the feedback that I'm getting from my book and I want to maybe speak to people directly about it. Like not about it, but just speaking directly to people about just following your dreams, being the best person you can be, um, things along those lines. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's how I started. I I was kind of inspired by my book. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great that you're, that you like saw that and you were like, I want to speak about it. I want to, you know, make people feel like this way about my book and why I wrote it. I think that is beautiful. And like, I think that's something that a lot of motivational speakers, like that's what their goal is. And, you know, I haven't really stood up in front of a crowd and like spoken motivationally yet. (laughs) Um, But Every now and then I get like these blurbs that I was like, I have, this has to get, go out somehow. Like, like either God is speaking to me or like, this is just something that I have to, to say. And then I would post it on Instagram. Another thing, guys, that's getting yourself out there. And just like, I would post a little blurb on like my Instagram story. And then, like you said, like the feedback makes it all worth it. Cause it's like, oh my gosh, people are actually listening to what I'm saying. And like, people will be like, you know what, Cindy, this is so true. Like, thank you for this. Like I needed this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I posted it then, <laughs> you know, because it made people feel something. Definitely. And I can, this is kind of tangent, kind of not, but I can really see you being a motivational speaker. You speak really well, you're Thank kind, you. and you're easy to talk to, you're a good listener. I think you'll be a great motivational speaker. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hopefully one day I can get in front of a crowd and talk, but thank you so much. I always like, I want to be, like you said, like the mediator of a lot of things. And I'm very, very empathetic and, you know, take others' feelings into account all the time. It's almost sickening to like the amount that I do it. But 
it makes me a more approachable person, I think. And like people are able to like confide in me more and like either talk to me about something that they wouldn't necessarily talk to other people about. And I like being that comfort person for them. So it comes a little easier for me, but thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid that we're running out of time and it makes me sad because it's been, it felt like two seconds already, but I like to do these things called rapid fire questions. They're not usually rapid fire, but I like to call them that. (laughs) So it's like four or five questions that I like to give my guests after every interview, just so we can get a little insight on who you are. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. So if you had a superpower, what would it be and why? Um, I would love to be able to have telekinesis, be able to move things with my mind. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was like, mm, and I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, your favorite dessert? Brownies. I love brownies. A good. Do you like like the fudgy brownies or like the cakey brownies? I like the cakey brownies. I'm not a fan of the fudgy ones. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, th- me and my friend were having an argument today about this. Who is your favorite music artist? Today, we were specifically talking about like Kanye or Drake. Which one? Okay, between the two, I would say Drake. Yes! Thank you! Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. It was an ongoing argument. (laughs) Drake, thank you. (laughs) My friend and I. But if you're outside of that, who would your favorite artist be? It will have to be more genre specific. If it would be, okay, male R&B, Brent Fayez. Female yes, R&B, ma'am. <laughs> female R&B, Summer Walker or Janae Aiko? I was going to say, I was like, it's a, it's a tie between those two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And one more thing. What is something that you can't live without? I know this kind of may sound bad depending on the age of the listener, but my phone. <laughs> 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 yeah, I kind of need my phone to survive. It's not even just like oh I'm addicted to social media it's just so helpful it's a mini computer in your pocket mini calculator uh telephone games when I'm bored it's just so ha- so handy so helpful yeah I can agree <laughs> especially with our generation <laughs> but thank you so much Maya for joining me um how can my listeners reach and follow you and everything that you are doing you can follow me on Instagram at MayaJ04. Um, you can go to my website, which is MJAIP.com. And you can catch me in, in November. I'm not sure the specific date, but I have a Christian docudrama series coming out. I mean, docudrama movie coming out. Um, it's going to be shown UK, well, globally, basically. And it's going to be on the EWTN network. And it's super interesting. I don't really want to give it away because I can't yet, but you can catch me. <laughs> and thank you yes, so much for having ma'am. me. Thank yes. you. Had a, had a wonderful time. Of course. Of course. We've been trying to get this together, but I'm so glad that we've been able to like, get to know, know each other a little bit better before we were able to talk about this because this is beautiful. And I enjoyed our conversation so much. And I hope my listeners got something out of it. And make sure you guys go follow my girl, Maya J. Also, that's M-A-Y-A-J-A-I. Not like J-A-Y, like J-A-I. So you guys know. (laughs) But thank you so much, Maya. And thank you so much for my listeners. And this is Perfect Timing.
Jay, stay with me.